0: This spectacular Asian city slash state by the sea undeniably exudes excellence from its humble beginnings to its plainly prosperous present. Get ready to roam around its surprising streets and chow down in its charismatic corners. We'll sink our teeth into Singapore on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. You got it. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to Another exciting edition of FYI for Your English, the topic based show where even I learn about a new topic every week. Yeah, well, some of them I know more about. And, as always, there are some that, really, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Now, today's uh, somewhere in between. I've been to this place so I can speak from first-hand experience, but I've called on a guest. A guest who I think can really give us the scoop. So, I want a nice round of applause for a great friend of mine, Álvaro Quesada.
1: Well, well, thank you, Alberto, but uh, what was that before? Was that a lion?
0: Well, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not lying here. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, it was a lion. Isn't Singapore the lion city? Doesn't it
1: Well uh, technically supposed to be the Lion City, but it's a mistake. Oh, There's never no. been lions in Singapore ever at all.
0: Yeah, I didn't see any lions when I was there either. And I'm not lying. If
1: any, if any, you would have seen uh, tigers. So it should it's supposed to be the tiger city, but someone Confused I mean, a lion with a tiger,
0: they mix them up it's or they confuse not, yeah. them. Sure, and they call yeah.
1: it a lion city, but it's not a lion.
0: Oh, so that is okay. So right off the bat, we are. I'm <laughs> telling you, we're debunking myths. Well, you know what? That's a roar. Call it a lion. Call okay, it a tiger. Okay. It's a roar. The city is roaring. Roaring también con mucha vida, con mucha. Exactly.
1: It's It's a a jungle, but also it's part of the sea because it's an island, as you know, and the national symbol, it's the merlion.
0: The merlion. Now, I've heard of a lot of things in my (laughs) life, but I've never heard, well, until I went to Singapore myself, of a merlion. Please explain to the listeners what a merlion is.
1: So the Merlion is a creation from the STB. The STB stands for the Singapore Tourism Board. It's an acronym. Mm -hmm. And uh, they created this like 20, 30 years ago. And they wanted to symbolize the union between the sea and the jungle. So they took the the lion from uh, the Lion City Mm -hmm. and also the mermaid. So if you Ah, mix a mermaid with a lion, you you have a Merlion. So the upper half of the body, it's a lion. But the bottom low, it's a mermaid's tail.
0: Oh, so see... Already, we've got some interesting lore. I love it. I love it. I love it. And now, Alvaro, I'm going to introduce you as a great friend of mine, as somebody who's even worked at Vaughn Radio, and I mean, we've worked even in Budapest together. Right. Um, We were never in Singapore together. Let me ask you this. Uh, Why are you? You're a Spaniard. You're from Madrid. What the heck qualifies you to tell us about Singapore?
1: I mean, uh, let's say that I, I was living there for a while, so I spent uh, seven years of my life uh, living in that city. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you know about those stories, but it was a huge game changer in my life. I mean, it opened my eyes I mean, to so many different uh, cultures and experiences and mm-hmm. I mean, life uh, lessons. That um, I guess somehow I became a little bit of an expert you know, about the city because I really uh, deep dive into the culture and I try to to bring the the Spanish feeling, the Spanish community along with the Singaporean community.
0: And, and how long were you there again? Seven years. Seven years. Well, it's normal. I mean, you're a guy who if you go on vacation somewhere for seven days, you know your stuff.
1: Yeah, you're barely scratching the surface of the city.
0: Yeah, but in seven years, a guy like you, Álvaro, who knows his stuff, you like to be in the know, informado, um, con un poco de, de conocimiento know-how. de las cosas, some know-how to be in the know, you know, it's awesome. You really, really got to know the city. You were working out there. Can you tell us what indus- industry you were working in?
1: I was working mostly in advertising. So I okay. ran this advertising agency for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then I work also as a consultant I mean, for other uh, firms in the in the region. So even though I was based on Singapore, I mean, I was working with uh, regional projects. So I had a lot of, uh, of friends and also, I mean, partners in Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines. Well, it's
0: a hub, which we'll talk about later. Later. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the airport. We're going to talk about all the different aspects, but it's definitely a hub. How would you say a hub in Spanish? Un núcleo? Un, una, ¿Un centro? Un centro, sí. Un centro de conexiones. Un centro de, de negocios. And, and, okay, you worked in advertising and marketing in this this sector. Uh, what other industries are big? Because there are some serious skyscrapers out there. So, obviously, there's a lot of business. It's flourishing. It's it's booming. What What other industries are out there?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the main industries are I mean, oil and gas and banking. Okay. There's a lot of banks. And I'm not talking about the branches, you know, the, the physical banks that you see on the street. I'm talking about like corporations, like being there. I mean, right, their headquarters,
0: or the, at least in Southeast Asia, their headquarters. Yeah, I
1: mean, mo- most of them, they might not have other presence in Asia, but at least they have uh, um, an office in Singapore. And that's the gateway for them. The opening entrance, I mean, to start to try to conquer, if it's possible, the Asian market.
0: Well, you know, for us, it was the gateway as tourists. We went out to Cambodia. We went out to a lot of other amazing places, Thailand as well. And Singapore was the gateway, as you said. So we're going to talk about how Singapore is a gateway. We're going to talk about it's a, how it's a foodie's paradise as well.
1: It's a, it's called uh, Singapore, but it's, it's called uh, Asia 101, which means it's a very, very beginning about Asia. If you don't like Singapore, just go back. But if you like Singapore, I mean, you can go to level two.
0: Well, it's Asia with a Western twist. It's got all the comforts of home, if you will. You know, you can go there and have bacon and eggs, but that's not what they have for for breakfast. Absolutely. (laughs) It
1: it happened to me like so many times that I was traveling the MRT, which Mm -hmm. is the
0: subway, the the, the metro
1: system there. Mm -hmm. I I thought I was in in a Western country and then I look around me and I saw, I realized that it was the only Western or the only angmo? I mean, in the in the, in the train.
0: Wait, wait, angmo. What, what I speak English. I speak <laughs> Spanish. What is angmo?
1: Angmo. It's the singlish word for white people.
0: Oh, which in the end,
1: I mean, technically, it's not white people. This redhead people.
0: Well, wouldn't it be like the Gidi in Spanish? It Ab- doesn't matter where you're from. You're not from here.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> if you're if you're not Asian, you're angmo.
0: Angmo. See, well, guys, in the bonus episode, and remember, every week there's a bonus episode. We are going to take a look at so many interesting words in Singlish. Yes, you heard correctly, in Singlish. Also, Alvaro is going to give us some tips, some places that you must visit there, and some nearby trips, because when you live there as well, you would maybe go to Vietnam or to Bali. So you're going to tell us about some of those connections as well. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite things, Changi, baby. Oh, yeah. No, Changi is not a dance. It's an (laughs) airport. So if you guys want, you can join us in the bonus part. It's exclusively for patrons. But of course, If you just want to hear it and get a sample, contact me because I'd love to share it with you. Remember, if you want to become a patron, you can go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and join our curious community. In fact, I want to take a second to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Marta. Candy, Javier, Roberto, David, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Edgar, and Aina. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Lina, Isa, Paco, Diego, and Carmen. Keep up the great work. And if you guys want more information on how you can get bonus episodes, PDFs with all the vocabulary, and weekly and monthly classes with me, Just go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. Okay, I'm done, Alvaro. I had to do my little thing, you know?
1: Absolutely, but if you want all that inside information about Singapore, you'll have to stick around for the bonus episode. I'm sorry.
0: Hey. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the ball bounces. Lo que me gusta es que eso rima en español. Así bota la pelota.
1: Así bota la pelota. That's the, the way,
0: way the ball bounces. Dile eso la próxima vez. Alguien que se queja dices, <laughs> así bota la pelota, hermano. Let's take a look at our intro because I always like to sprinkle some vocabulary in the intro. I said this spectacular. Ojo con la pronunciación, no es espectacular, it's spectacular Asian y esta difícil de pronunciar Aj, ¿no? Asian Asian city slash state and when I say city it's a city it's also a state a nation a country uh-huh. by the sea undeniably no se puede negar exudes Ooh, yeah. nice word. It exudes excellence from its humble beginnings. Very humble, humildes. Humilde was a fishing town, wasn't it? So, from, from its humble beginnings to its plainly, claramente, prosperous present. Get ready to roam. What? Rome? I thought we were going to Singapore. That's, that's like roaming, you mean? Oh, like roaming, deambulando. Ah. Okay. Get ready to roam around its surprising streets and chow down. Now, I'm not speaking Chinese when I say chow down. What does that mean? Chow down? Álvaro, you should know this.
1: Uh, Ah, yeah. You got me on that one.
0: Álvaro, you consider yourself a foodie, a fatty like me? Like
1: chow? Isn't that like like clams?
0: (laughs) Comer, ponerse las botas. (laughs) Ah, okay. To chow down. We are going to... Oh, don't... Oh, we're going to talk about some foodie finds. Today, unos we're hallazgos. all going to learn today. <laughs> so, to chow down. So, yo digo, let's chow down. is a comer. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to chow down in its charismatic corner. Sus rincones carismáticos. Then we heard that lion or tiger roar. Yeah, this roar. Let's get into semantics here. To split hairs, right? We're not going to split hairs. Buscarle tres patas al gato. No, Pon ese
1: quisquilloso.
0: quisquilloso We're not going to split hairs. <laughs> en inglés, no vamos a dividir pelos. Hmm. Aquí. Son pelos. No, no lo vamos a ya, ya está pequeño. And then I said, we'll sink our teeth. Incarle el diente. And I, I meant that because I'm, I'm really, let's get right into the food stuff. No, it's no, no. It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. We'll wait. Know. We'll hold off. But we're going to sink our teeth into Singapore. All right, Álvaro, we know why you're qualified. We know you love Singapore. What uh, what can you tell us about the weather or the climate in general out in Singapore?
1: Well, there's there's two seasons mainly in Singapore instead of four, like in other countries. So we have the the rainy season and the very rainy season. Oh, so okay. Yeah, <laughs> so it's always raining. I mean, some months, I mean, it might not rain as much, but when it rains there, it just pours down.
0: And this is a great expression. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. Cuando la cosa va mal o bien, va muy bien o va muy mal.
1: It's like pouring. I mean, cats and dogs. No, more than cats and dogs.
0: It's pissing down, it's as the British down. would say. It's pissing down. <laughs> exactly. So it rain. I see. I didn't. Well, I guess that's why it's so green too. Because yeah, it- I mean that's
1: that, that's also why. And uh, the good thing about this rain is that it's like very very fl- fast. It's like a flash
0: rain. Gotcha. So uh,
1: it may be raining like the end of the world. I mean, I've never seen such thunderstorms and so much But that's water. beautiful,
0: too, you know, as long as you're not caught if, out there.
1: <laughs> if, if, it, if it lasts only maybe for an hour, 20 minutes, an hour, right. it's, it's okay. But the funny thing is that in seven years in Singapore, I only got caught in the rain four or five times. Oh, wow. It's, it's very, very little, so there's, there's chances. I mean, any, any given morning, I might wake up, I look out of the window, mm-hmm. and it's, like, sunny. It's, like, perfect. Right. Went to the shower, I got out, it's raining like crazy. I had my breakfast, it's sunny again.
0: Well, so, it's near the equator, so you've got that tropical climate where you've got abundant rainfall. And, and humidity. And high. let well, not forget about well, the humidity. Well, New York is very similar. New York, I know, a lot of times in the summer, it just gets so hot where the humidity breaks, as we say. Like, no aguanta más el cielo. And then it's... It and then falls. the good thing is everything cools down a couple degrees. Well, Does I'm, that happen in Singapore or not really? Mean the,
1: the lowest. It temp- is
0: tropical. New York is not tropical.
1: I mean, you, you, you have both extremes in New York, but in Singapore, the lowest temperature I've experienced... I mean, outdoors, it's 21 degrees. That's oh, wow. The and people were wearing sweaters because they were cold.
0: So imagine. I don't think they were cold. I think they were just trying to say, I got this sweater. I might as well wear it. <laughs> they,
1: they, they're, they're not used to that. I mean, in seven years, I only slept, I mean, without the air conditioning, with an air con. Yeah. A, a
0: contraction. Only like three, four nights. And it was during those days. And let me ask you this: so What do you do to keep cool in the hottest months? I know there are a lot of rooftop pools, gardens. What are? How do people? I mean, bars. I imagine you go out and have drinks, and in, you keep cool. In-
1: indoor, I mean, you have aircon, so you go to the movies, and you have to bring a sweater because you're gonna die, I mean, uh, out of frost because I mean, it's so cold oh, yeah, inside. Yeah. But out, outdoors, you're gonna sweat. Right, are going to sweat more or less but you're going to sweat. So the beginning when you reach, when you get to Singapore, I mean, you're like very picky, like, ew, I don't like sweat. So when you when you want to hug someone, a friend, you just like high five. After a few months, you're like, ah, what the hell? I mean, I'm going to give you a hug. Even though if you both are sweaty. Right. You just get used to
0: it. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's cool, though, you know, but uh, good weather, okay, it rains, but heat is good because, you know, people are out and about, people, you know... Uh, I mean,
1: the, the, except three months in particular, I mean, from September to December, I mean, barbecue season,
0: it's all year round. Oh, don't... See, you want to keep going to food already, don't you? Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, I mean, I love barbecues, and that's one of my You love favorite food, things.
0: period, like <laughs> me.
1: Okay, okay, I, I love food and
0: barbecues. That's why I'm surprised you didn't know chow down. <laughs> We need to know that stuff. All right, well, before we go on, we're going to talk a little bit about the geography, the people there. Also, you did a lot of stuff in that seven years, aside from making uh, friends, doing business. Uh, didn't you start a couple uh, initiatives and things out
1: there? Well, I'm, a, what you say, ANSI, like a cool inquieto. So when I got there, I mean, uh, I tried to start uh, getting to know the Spanish community. So the first thing that I did was uh, well, one of the persons uh, trying to uh, impulsar, like to
0: to to um promote. to encourage to promote, to promote yeah uh, to raise awareness
1: yeah the, the the creation of the Spanish Chamber of Commerce because we didn't have the
0: uh, Cámara de Comercio, a a the Chamber, chamber of, of Commerce okay yeah but
1: an official one I man oh, one wow. that is like recognized by the Spanish state and that took many many years because it's a very difficult thing it's a political thing but in the end I man I managed to 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 promote that and we have now a Spanish community a Spanish Chamber of Commerce
0: the Spat guys if you ever go to Singapore and stop by the chamber of Commerce. Thank you, Álvaro. I, I, I was just one
1: of the promoters behind well, the Oh, sure, it's, a, it's the a, Sure, sure. But another one that I was more in the in the front line was when uh, my my favorite team. And I'm sorry about that, Alberto. I mean, because I know you support Real Madrid, but you know I'm Atletico.
0: Well, that's okay. That's all right. Somebody's got to be the losing team. You know? Come on, I'm everybody, everybody loves the underdog. <laughs>
1: So um, Atletico de Madrid came to Singapore. I mean, not Real Madrid. They came to play a few... We uh, go to the
0: United States for, uh, yeah, for some sure, reason. But not, not Asia.
1: <laughs> I created the Peña Oficial, the official fan club of oh, wow. uh, Atletico de Madrid. And it's called the Atletico de Madrid Singapore Lions.
0: Well, if our friend Edgar... What's up, Edgar? He's one of our patrons. If he goes out there, well, he's got to look them up. Yeah, definitely. Because he's and, a supporter. And he's if you go to, uh,
1: to a metropolitano stadium, mm-hmm. and if you go to the museum, you can see our flag there. See,
0: so... Alvaro, you are a go-getter. You didn't just go out there and eat food like I would do. I would just go out there, eat food, you know, hang out, you know. And meet people. And meet people. And all but stuff. But you were doing like some good some stuff, man, like a kind of like an ambassador of sorts.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the last thing that I did just uh, right after COVID and before I'm moving back to, uh, to Spain, it was to create the Spanish Association of Singapore because it was that gap I mean mean, uh, bridging between the the Spanish Embassy and the Spanish Chamber
0: of Commerce. So this was... We a, are not chamber, chamber, chamber. Chamber of mm, Commerce. Chamber, mm. not chamber, Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce. Que es igual que una cámara. Oh, the, 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 the king secrets. is waiting in his chamber. <laughs> yes.
1: So it was a Spanish Association mm. and uh, I did that in order to, to bring that, that that social component for families living there but I want to meet other Spanish people and it was the vice president of, of that uh, organization until I left but I know that they're still doing great stuff over there
0: Awesome awesome dude so you you went there you sowed some seeds sembraste unas semillas. Let's talk a little bit about the geography and the makeup of the people because it's a very, you'd think okay, just, no, I went to I had some of the greatest Indian food Hemos vuelto a comida otra. See, here we (laughs) go That wasn't you, huh? No, no, that that was not my fault. Well, I'm talking about the population and I was thinking about Little India and then I went back to food It happens. So, Singapore, let's talk about the location. It's located between the Indian Ocean and the South China Sea, the very strategic South China Sea, and it's Obviously, in Southeast Asia, off the southern tip of the Malay Peninsula.
1: In the Malacca Strait.
0: That's right. The The Malacca Strait. It uh, is 710 square kilometers.
1: Mm -hmm. That's if you uh, count, if you add all the little islands that they have. I think they have around like 70 islands. But the main island, plus all the small ones, is 710 square kilometers. Which, as a reference, it's smaller than the city of Berlin. Berlin wow. has 900 square kilometers, and this is even smaller
0: than that. Uh, but I would love to compare the GDPs. Oh, it's much the different. gross domestic price <laughs> I mean uh, no offense to Berlin here. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, a, one, you know,
0: no, offense, Berlin, but wow, Singapore is a powerhouse.
1: It's a someone said the ones that I love it. It's like it's a beautiful city, but when you go there, you just miss one thing. Do you miss the country?
0: Yeah, it's just a
1: city. Because in Madrid, I mean, you can't go. But out. they've got
0: great gardens. They make up for it really well because Absolutely. there's no countryside, so to speak. You're on a tropical island in a trop- you know, not an island, but a tropical area. But but they really make up for it. We're going to talk a little bit about the gardens by the bay and and all these wonderful things that have made it a pertinent, a relevant place. Not just you know the companies being there, but as a tourist destination.
1: Yeah, I mean, they did a the hard work, in you know, other to position Singapore on the map mm-hmm. because uh, ten years ago, I mean, it's like quoting. Or- Quotes like nobody knew about Singapore, but now it's somehow much popular than ten years ago. When
0: I was in New York, I just remember hearing it. I think in rap song. I don't. I don't know. But I was like, I want to go there. It sounds like an amazing. You know, the name. I don't know what it is. It attracted me. Now, what do you think the current population is? If I had to ask you right yeah, now, yeah, I think
1: right now it should be around six million people.
0: Exactly. Which- no. Oh, five million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. One guy just oh. died. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No. Yeah, around six million. Around, around six million. million. In 1950, 1 million people yep. lived there. So, again, talking about that boom and from 1950 to now, it's the population has uh, has gone up six times. Was-
1: yeah, and, and it's still they, they still have room I mean, uh, for growth because they have a lot of protected areas that they're oh, building uh, okay. uh, houses. But, I mean, I would say that it's already, because of the size, a little bit crowded.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, what about the, the makeup of the people there? Uh, how would you, you know, you're sitting on the subway. Who are you sitting around? What? what what kind of people live there. Well, so out
1: of those uh, 6 million people, almost 6 million people, mean of 4 are uh, Singaporeans uh, mm-hmm. as in uh, citizens. Then we have uh, 1.5 million that they're like either permanent residents or uh, people that are working with visas, like I, I was uh, living there. And then the rest is like people just passing by either tourists or just people doing business temporarily. Okay. And out of those people, I mean, out of the Singaporeans, out of those 4 million, I think it's like 72% something like that is a Chinese. Chinese that immigrated from, uh, from China, like 17 80 years ago. They make and up
0: three-fourths according to the number I have yeah. here.
1: So three-fourths like 70-something percent. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. not 75 but something mm-hmm. like that three-fourths.
0: Malay is the next largest ethnic group.
1: Exactly with 20-something and then a little bit
0: Indians is up next in third, third. spot. Uh, Indians
1: are, are, are the
0: last ones. Oh, okay so
1: the, the rest are Malay because uh, Chinese they, they emigrated to to Malaysia mm-hmm. and then I mean they, they had the pushing the Chinese community to the, to the island.
0: Gotcha. But also too like when we talk about Chinese, when we talk about Malay. Which, I mean, this is not a homogenous community. They've all mixed exactly. So, so you know, your your father's Chinese, your mother's Indian. You don't know. You're. It's really like New York or any major city.
1: Yeah, but here, I you mean, know, like pure Singaporeans let's say, I mean, they end up uh, they're forced to study two languages. So one is of course English. I mean, mandatory for every single uh, Singaporean citizen. See
0: that guy? Singapore knows what they're talking about. That's the very first thing. If you don't
1: speak English, I mean, then you can <laughs> do anything else. And then the second language, it's uh, optional. So, normally, Chinese people, they, they pick Chinese, Malay, they speak Malay, and and so, but... It's cool, because
0: um, you can maintain your original language, mm-hmm. your roots.
1: But in order for the for the country I mean to avoid ghettos, I mean, people living only in... Yeah, sure, areas, yeah, yeah. The public housing, which is called HDBs, mm-hmm. mean they have quotas of uh, races living in those buildings. Okay. So, out of the whole building, and let's say it has 100 units, I mean 72, for example, are going to be for Chinese people.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, it so, makes sense you know, so you don't get these just areas where there's just one area. I mean, they want people to mix, which I think is part, that's what business, uh, that's what tourism is all about. Uh, Let's talk about the history without turning this into a history class. The first settlements were established from 19, excuse me, 19, no, 1298 to 1299, but it wasn't until the 14th century that it got its name that it has now, which is Singapore, as we said, Sima. Lion, Pura City, the Lion City, which we know now is Merlion City. (laughs) Slash tiger, slash. (laughs) And, uh, well, the city was ruled by five kings at that point. And what happened was modern Singapore, as they say now, modern Singapore, was founded in the 19th century. And this was thanks to Sir Thomas Stamford Raffles. He was a guy who said, this is a uh, jewel this is a diamond Enough. in the rough this is should be j- for used for so much more than just fishing uh, we can use this for commerce for banking and he had a dream he saw, he had a vision this guy, and that is what started what I guess would be modern day Singapore, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the most um, uh, recent history about Singapore uh, it dates from fifty seven years ago, if I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. uh, when it got independent for the second time in history. I mean, did you know that Singapore is the only country that got its independence twice? Oh my Without goodness. wanting it, Are so the U.S. You, you guys had to fight for that independence. This guy's got it, this guy's got it twice. I mean without asking for it, so they got kicked out of Malaysia. So they were part oh, of Malaysia, wow. okay. And uh, that was a point that uh, Lee Kuan Yew, mean known as the as the founder of the modern uh, Singapore, sure, he decided that uh, he he had to introduce a, a few uh, changes and rules in order for for the for the country to be prosperous, right. So under a yeah, very, some
0: changes had to be enacted, sure. yeah, but
1: under a very tight grip. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very 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 mm-hmm. tight. So the one of the first things with the language is like you guys who speak Indian, I speak Chinese, this guy speak uh, Malay. We have to speak the same language. Mm -hmm. So, we're all going to speak English. And And then also public mm -hmm. housing. Singapore is a country in the world with more people living in their own houses. That means 94%. Homeowners. Homeowners. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're homeowners. And uh, how do you do that? Only in like 50 plus years.
0: And that's how we define success. I mean, in the modern world, owning your own home.
1: Yeah, Singapore, I I like to call it like a laboratory, laboratory.
0: Laboratory if you're British and laboratory if you're American. (laughs) (laughs) So, laboratory. Singlish is laboratory. No, I don't know. I'm joking. <laughs> but we're going to look at Singlish in the bonus episode. That's, that's
1: going to mm. be a fun one. Mm. So it's like like a small, uh, I mean, placement for them to experiment. And mm. uh, they created Singapore with the best practices of the world. So they chose, I mean, the best things that they saw in China, the best things that they saw in the UK, in the US.
0: Right. So that's right. why you see a
1: lot of influence. Well, that's one of
0: the great things about being a newer state, a newer country. You can say, uh, we don't like that. We love, li- oh, this worked really well. It, mm-hmm. But not just in government, in design you know, city urban planning and
1: everything. They use a feng shui. I mean, for the design of, of the of the buildings. So, even mm-hmm. though it's a, a city with a, a lot of skyscrapers. It's gorgeous. And you don't feel like, I'm sorry, about I mean, that I mean, sense of pressure, I mean, of all those buildings in New York. I mean, sometimes you need those puntos de fuga, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. In, the- in
1: order to not feel like so, I mean, uh, close no, hey, yeah, I by know. buildings. They figured it
0: out. Sure. You don't have that feeling. Mm-hmm. because, function- Like you said, people miss the countryside, but I didn't while I was there. Obviously, I was just there as a tourist, but there were so many green areas in the Bay Area, even though it was full of skyscrapers it felt spacious and i think that was absolutely beautiful all right well we're going to wrap up the first part here but i want to wrap up with a tough question oh let's go what makes i mean we've talked about a lot of things so far but if you had to sum it up in a couple sentences what makes singapore such a special place
1: It's a hub. You can go anywhere, I mean, in less than four hours of flying, you can go to a lot of beautiful countries. And if you don't have time to fly, I mean, you have a lot of food to eat for less than five euros. It's a fantastic place for foodies.
0: And we're going to find out about that and much more in Mm -hmm. the bonus episode of today's FYI.